Three, two, one, go. Right, hopefully that works. Hello everyone, and welcome to Thoughts, Feelings and Emotions, the greatest and best podcast ever. I can hear myself in the background. That is really bad. You don't want to be hearing yourself from the start. No, no. At the start of the show. That's going to be a really interesting start. I think it's on your end. I can't tell. Never mind. What? Uh, I don't know. It's coming through my headphones, but I don't have anything on that would be playtesting. So, anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce the show. That's we're, we're all good. This is all staying in. Content, is content. <laughs> content's content. No works. Um, hello. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to this week? Uh, I have basically done nothing until basically yesterday and today. Because I've had to set up a new room layout. Because I went and bought a 65-inch 8K TV, a sound bar, and I have to plug everything in. And then I have my ultra-wide monitor set up now, finally, after years and years of... How long have you had it now? Only a year. Okay. So, you know, a year well, just a uh, No, I don't think it was that long. I think it was, like, beginning of the year. So... Sometime. Let me find out when I was doing it. Well, tell me what you're, what you were up to whilst well, I find uh, out. So I finally watched the first film, Lord of the Rings, after everyone's been going on at me for so long. I finally found yes. time to actually watch it. And what do you think? Oh, it's fairly decent. Um, I don't, <laughs> barely. I don't see why everyone hypes up so much right now. It, you know, it's a good film. Good film. Um, starts off a bit, bit boring. Yeah, they're great films. Everyone Wait, did you watch the sh- Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings starts off in the Shire, doesn't it? Okay, With, uh, good. Bilbo yeah, Baggins yeah, yeah. and he puts a ring on and escapes. Yeah. And, you know, that's the start of it. Uh, it's got good music. I like the music tool. Um, mm. Just at the moment, I don't feel uh, any... Because I've only seen the first one. I don't feel any emotional connection to any of the characters yet. Nah, you'll get there. So I don't you'll care if any of them die right now. Ah, ah, ah. I know, st- oh. <laughs> daggers to the heart. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this week, I'm going to watch the second one. Hopefully, right. Uh, I heard like the first one's a bit more of a setup, but then it gets a bit better from the first one. Yeah, they definitely get more and more into it uh, later on in the sh- trilogy. Yeah, and then don't watch the Hobbit because they're garbage. I mean, I started watching the second one, so that's when Gollum's really introduced because he's mentioned in the second? first one, and you see a couple clips of him, but you don't really see Gollum at the start in the first movie or the in the first Hobbit? in the first film, uh, first Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 he's, he's much more heavily featured in the second, third one. I should stop clicking that. Yeah, that's really bad for a podcast. <laughs> You're making a clicking sound in a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a fidgeter. I have, I have a fidget cube somewhere, and I haven't got it on me. Um, You've just infuriated you... so many people. Ah, they love me. I'm, I'm great. Uh, uh, and the other film I watched was Borat for the first time. And yeah, I so didn't realise how many kind of cultural references are actually from that film. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you should really have realised, but I guess if you haven't seen it, you don't know where the phrases come from. Yeah, like, stuff. great success. Very nice. My wife. My wife. I like yeah. sex. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I actually heard that before. <laughs> it's like, uh, I like you. I like sex. Mm. And I didn't know what. Yeah. And then uh, I've been playing Rocket League because that became free to play few weeks ago yeah well i already well free to play on just random things yeah if you hadn't already if you hadn't already bought it i used to have it on ps4 
but uh, since moving to PC a lot more, you know, I don't like paying for games. Yeah. So get them free. Uh, but the game kind of screws me over all the time. Yeah, you're not good at it. So No, no, I'm a lot game. better. I'm actually a lot better than I used to be, but the game screws me over. So no, me and my mate, we're about the same skill level, and we did very well. But then we, when we got ranked from doing our 10 matches, I was put a bronze 3, and then he was put a gold 2. Because he's better than Well, I've since worked up, and I've just managed to get a gold 1. The highest I've gotten on that is diamond, and that is because James did it for me. That man <laughs> plays Rocket League too much. Yeah. But it was the funniest thing because it was on PC. I was playing on PC and I got diamond when in the lobby with James and James got gold or <laughs> no, I got, I, I he got platinum, right. he got platinum, I got diamond and I think diamonds above platinum. Yeah, it is. But yeah. I, I was playing on PC and I was doing worse than James was and I still got a higher ranking than he did. Yeah, it's almost so... like me. I'm always top of the leaderboard, but never, I never go up. So everyone else always seems to go up more than I do. Well, I don't get the fucking game because I do so much shit to help James score goals, but then I don't get anything, or I save goals and I don't get anything. Yeah, I know. It's the same. So, it's just dumb. Uh, I've also been playing the Cold War beta that's just come out on I PC. played maybe one or two in the alpha build? I haven't played the beta. Yeah, I... You have to you have to buy it, don't you, to get the alpha, uh, beta? Not anymore. It's the first couple oh. of days. So, this weekend, it's just gone live at 6 o'clock this evening. Or free to play. Fair enough. I may or may not do that. Uh, there's <laughs> one game mode. It's kind of like a Warzone map size, but it's not Warzone, mm-hmm. and it's really kind of strange. And we, we, me and my mate were on there, and then we just just taking the piss, and we ran around with like this kind of moon buggy thing and a turret on the back of it, just completely forgetting about the. Did objectives. you say moon buggy or dune buggy? Moon buggy. It's like a moon buggy kind of thing. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun actually, but you know, it's good, good game. Yeah, I'm still probably not going to get it straight away, even though I'm buying a fire, a PlayStation Five, and I need something to be next gen. But yeah, I just not buy any games. It's fine. I'm, I'm just getting Destiny Two on, and then I'm just gonna <laughs> imagine, imagine paying just... five hundred pounds for a console playing Destiny Two. If it fucking makes it load faster, I'll pay ten grand. I just want that game to run <laughs> and not be slow. I tried booting it up this uh, earlier today on a four K eight K TV, and it was. And I know it doesn't increase the speed because it's just the PlayStation Four, but I was just like, when this is on a five and it runs smoothly and it has eight K four K graphics, it's gonna be great. But I'm just like waiting now, and it's bugging the shit out of me. Also, uh. I got a uh, update from Amazon saying, "Ah, oh, hit your um, delivery is being moved forward." And I was like, "Ah, oh, sick! They're moving the release date of the PlayStation Five. No, it just turns out it's the charging station." <laughs> and I was just like, "For fuck's sake!" So you got a charge station, just not put anything on it. I get the charging station on November twelfth, right. and I get the PlayStation Five on November nineteenth. Great! So you got a nice charging station just standing there, with nothing on it. Oh yeah. It's going to be great. And you're going to be so happy with it. You, every time you look at it, thinking, I really want the PS5 now. Yep. It's annoying. So that's, so that's basically what we've been up to. I've been destroying my room to try and make it so that a 65-inch TV can fit whilst having a soundbar, a ultra-wide monitor, and make it so that it's actually usable. And Dan's been watching movies, the lucky cunt. Wow, because, you know, I haven't seen it before. <laughs> Because I'm the unpop culture person I am. 
I do look forward to looking, uh, watching movies and shit on my TV now. <laughs> 8K. <laughs> 8K. Even though you're not going to watch anything on nothing, 8K. Nothing's going to be watchable on 8K. Because I think YouTube can only do 4K. Uh, and you have to have Blu-ray players. And until I, the, play, the PlayStation 5 comes, I don't have an 8K. That will have an 8K drive, but I don't have 8K Blu-rays. So <laughs> nothing I watch will be on 8K. You're future-proofing. That's what you're doing. I am future-proofing for the PlayStation 6. <laughs> well, talk about PlayStation. Uh, let's move mm-hmm. to the headliner section of the podcast. Yes, let's do that. Uh, the PS5 have just released the UI reveal. Yeah, and I think it looks clean as fuck. Yeah, it's very it... um kind of remembrance of the PS4. Oh, yeah. It, it, the PlayStation's been very similar from generation to generation. Because I was looking back on the PlayStation 3, and it is just a bar, and then it drops down again. So it is just sp- slight improvements every time on the uh I would say um, the difference between PS3 and PS4 is, is greater bigger than PS4 than PS5. This. Yeah. This looks more useful, and it's got more interesting things that you can do on it. Yeah, like, a, a lot... I mean, the actual main home screen, is, for the most part, is identical. Apart from the it actual... Looks, it's a lo- it, I think it swaps the order, so it's PlayStation drops down, whereas... The, uh, or drops up, doesn't it? Like, because it... Oh, I can't remember. Uh, well, the, I mean, I the actual game bar isn't in the middle of the screen anymore. It's now at the top. No, it's at the top, yeah. And the game bar was in the and middle. And then when you hover over it, you see a bit more of a better view of the actual game itself, and then more things happening on it. Instead yeah. of actually having to drop down on it. Um, I think actually one of the best features is they've changed how the PS Store works. Yeah, it's just integrated. You don't have to go to a separate app anymore now. Yeah, which is excellent. Which is one one of the most annoying things, to be honest. Yeah, because every time you wanted to go into the store, it had to load up the separate thing, and it was just like, it takes forever, and especially on a PlayStation 4, it loaded craply. And this is the thing that the new UI has shown off, just how fast the PlayStation is. Just loading into games is instant now. Yeah. Uh, and the multi-screen uh, Yeah, you can do picture-in-picture. Picture. And everything, it looks great. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah. Um, also, I just noticed because you know I play on remote play a lot from PS4. Yeah. They've actually now updated that for PS5 use because hmm. it's got a new UI kind of theme to it, and that actually looks a lot cleaner. So the actual PS4 remote play before looked kind of bad, really. Yeah. Um. I it it was a bit dependent on your internet connection and everything. I meant like the UI of it looked pretty bad. Oh yeah. It just looked bog standard. Well, you had to job. go into a separate thing, didn't you? Yeah, like for PC. You can what you can watch. Um, I think you can do share play uh, and watch someone's video at the same time as playing the game. But now you can. Yeah. So that's that's a big improvement over it because that just because I never really did share play unless you were trying to play a game because trying to watch someone and then not being able to play it was kind of pointless. Hmm. But now you can kind of just snap to the side of your screen and everything and it looks great yeah uh the way they kind of put it is that someone can help you if you're stuck on a level yeah so they, so they can, can continue playing their own game while just helping you yeah and also you can pop up tutorials and everything now yeah and everything's it, and... into the control center is it called yeah i think it's called that uh and it's got little card things now so yeah. you can just you can see what percentage of levels you're on and for again going back to destiny it's going to be great because it it's apparently custom uh, 
times for like how you play so it will show you a percentage of how much it's left or how long it's going to take you so it will say like 10 minutes left of this mission uh, and then you can just go straight into it yeah that's pretty good also the um, level loading straight from the actual ui mm. so you, you can activate a control center which was previously the quick menu yeah um you can there's like a section on it which level select and you can basically select your levels from the actual ui itself which is quite a bit of an integration between the actual games and the ui if that's mm. what they seem to be doing this year well this is the thing because i was looking at uh, xbox's versions of all of this stuff and they've got quick resume which is when you turn like when you it loads a game from when you shut it down and it just instantly like it's just running in the background and it just instantly loads up and apparently if you unplug your console for 24 hours it will still just quick resume so so even it's, if you, oh, it's all stored on like flash memory then i think so or it's stored on their servers or whatever it is but as, as, as soon as you um turn on the console it will still be there and you'll just be able to load so i'm curious as to whether or not playstation's doing something similar because it did look like when they loaded up from uh the i don't know if it's something because it literally just goes to on the xbox it just goes to where you left off yeah Um, it doesn't have to do any of the loading of the game again so it doesn't have to go through all of the like screens where it shows off the sony thing or it shows off the game developer's name and everything that stuff and then you go to the menu it's just literally from the point where you go in yeah i thought that but in the actual thing they did say when you load up you'll be brought to the home screen yeah so So maybe it won't be i would i would be curious to see if that would be a future patch or something potentially if if they will be consistently updating everything yeah uh and speaking of patches the playstation party thing happened Oh, that was a very interesting one. So Sony didn't um, announce anything before this, and people loaded up and one day into the PS4s and joined a party, and they had prompted a message saying, uh, "Sony ha- will monetize anything you're saying." Yeah, um, I I don't fully understand this because apparently it's nothing. You have it's not like a full monitoring no it's, it's just, not you, you can report people it's kind of what everyone was thinking was happening because like i said sony didn't release a statement on it it was just a sudden thing happened yeah and all it is is people can now report you for like being racist or anything in parties which is a good thing really yeah it's not it's not a terrible thing to be able to report people in party chats if they're just being dickheads exactly i mean if you're being a horrible person you should be reported for it yeah <laughs> suppose that and the best way that you could do it in the past was you'd have to have your settings on to record uh i I wonder if that changes how it's going to do it then if you don't opt in to share your microphone can they actually you can't so if they opt into i imagine how it work is if you opt in to not share your microphone is those players can't record footage of your mic in they can report the footage yeah so it's been um monitored and stored but but nothing's gonna be done with it basically I've just noticed in your background, you have one of those little safe things that you put money in. Yeah, I do. Got... Yeah, I had one of them. They're great. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah, I, I broke mine. It just I fell off a shelf and then it broke, and I was very disappointed because that was great. I loved having those little coin change things. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. Well, my my well. password's still zero zero zero, of course, because mm. you know I'm not gonna forget what it is. But it's, <laughs> it's a cool little thing, you know. Adds up the order. also also for a pop podcast. This is great content but uh your playstation 5 uh 
VR headset is in the background. And I just wanted to point something out. Apparently, I can't do HDR because of the PlayStation VR. Oh, wait, because the... um... Apparently, it's not supported. Do you have to have HDMI 2.1 for HDR? I don't know, but I don't know what my cabling system is at the moment. So I I might need to check that out. But I was trying to plug in my... uh, No, you don't know I was trying to change the settings on my PlayStation to go to like the best settings that it can do, and it's at 4K, or I think it's at like native 2K or whatever it is, um, whatever the highest setting it could get to. But HDR isn't on, and it was like, oh, you can't do this with the uh, PlayStation VR box; it's not supported. So I was just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, actually, I noticed that. Uh, like, support functionality. Normally, uh, I did have my PlayStation, so when you turned it on, it turned the display over. So mm. I had like you know I had Virgin box. So if you're on Virgin, you turn the PlayStation on, it would come on. If you turn your PS4 off, it would go back to the Virgin box, which is really cool. But as soon as I no. plugged in the VR box, as soon as you turn your PlayStation off, it would just stay on PlayStation. Yeah, it's weird for no reason. But if you had a rest mode, it would go back to original. Hmm. So I think it's got something to do with the power off issues or the powering of the box. Maybe yeah. if they bring out a new VR, they'll fix it. I'd hope. But I don't know what's that. I guess I just... I don't know, because apparently the... um, You know the new camera for the PlayStation? It doesn't work with the VR headset. Interesting. Uh, that's what I've heard. Uh, like I saw sure. something... Yeah, I saw someone uh, post it. The You have to still have the current one plugged in if you want to use your VR. I, I was looking at the back of the um, PS4 5 ports. I don't actually see the um, PlayStation output on it. I the, P- the PS camera output. Yeah, they said it is. They did say it works, but I don't know how it's gonna work. Maybe as an adapter or something, because I I didn't see one on there. I imagine, but that's such a bitch if you have to plug in a USB adapter to whatever the camera is. I don't know. Well, but... I was thinking since um, USB C is a big thing, are they at, could they bring out? Is it possible to have a VR headset that works with USB C? There is a USB C port on the front, so there's the potential. Because if the PS5 is powerful enough to run VR, which PS4 natively wasn't, because that's what the whole point of the processing unit was. Yeah. Um, it you, does work, though. Yeah. Imagine having a VR headset, just plug in with one cable to USB-C, that really thin... It would be good. And it's at the front, so it wouldn't be like a pain in the ass to run it all the way back. Yeah. Maybe they could be doing that. Maybe. But I, we don't know what the... I think the camera's going to just be a USB-C, isn't it? Probably. That new one, Everything's kind of USB-C one. now. Uh, not USB-C, uh, USB-A? US, USB-A or whatever, the higher, faster USB is. That's USB 3.0. USB-C yeah. is the fast. Uh, well, USB-C well, yeah, has USB-C, the potential. But it's the USB, like, standard USB, like, look. Yeah, yeah, usb not, not, not the USB-C, but the, like, standard, like, USB look, but the fastest one of that, basically. And then you go into USB-C territory. Yeah. And then... But yeah, um, speaking of USB-C, Apple had an event and they don't do USB-C. <laughs> or do no, they now? No, they don't. So the cable is now by standard lightning to USB-C ah. in all devices. But that was... Only... So they have USB-C, but they don't use USB-C as well, the actual... So the MacBook uses USB-C. The new Mac, ah. use, like the Mac Pro uses USB-C. The iPad uses USB-C, but iPhone doesn't. Fair enough. I... Amazes me. But, However, you know, what people are pissed off about is, is that it doesn't come with a charger. 
Well, it's not just that it doesn't come with a charger. It's that the original iPhone 11 all came with a USB, so a lightning to a lightning cable. But now they have to go lightning or to Or was USB-C. it lightning to USB-A, sorry. Lightning to USB-A. I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't had an Apple. Sorry, yeah. It's, it's lightning to USB-A, the, the big normal standard fat one. Mm. And there's only the iPhone 11 Pro Max that had uh, lightning to USB-C. Hmm. Um, but because it doesn't come with a charger now, they've now got basically got a useless cable because they haven't got a USB-C charger. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, Apple's always just had useless cables because Lightning is. I mean, it's it's not USB-C, mate. <laughs> well, I, I uh, I've charged my phone in like an hour, and it's a five thousand milliamp battery or whatever it is, the, and that's great. I think the reason why they're not integrating it is because they want a portless iPhone. No, they just want to make people pay money. No, <laughs> it's a trillion dollar company, and that's how they make their money—just charging people for wires and boxes and. On the um, shit, iPhone no twelve, one. they've now got the MagSafe. They're calling it, which has got a oh, kind what, of the magnet thing. Well, it's like a, a circular magnet, it's like in the shape of a C. So when you attach a uh, a wireless charger, it will always go into like a specific spot, or you can have those accessories or whatever. Yeah, but that's kind of similar technology. Some like an Apple Watch uses. Yeah, um, I mean, so there's always been this rumor about next year Apple can release a portless iPhone, having a port on it. And if you can have a portless phone, it makes sense to have a magnetic wireless charger. Yeah, which is what they've done. I, I don't, I don't think they should do. I, I mean, until they make wireless charging fast as as fast as. Cable but it's Apple. Char- Apple likes to remove useful features, like a True. fingerprint sensor. They'll take the screen away next, and it will just be a block, and you'll pay four grand, and it will be like the Apple block, and you you'll just get rich people building houses out of them, and it will just be like, yeah. Well, Apple are one of the. I think it's the only flagship this year to have a notch. Yeah, uh, I think does the new uh, Pixel have a notch? No, it's a hole punch camera. Ah, okay, yeah. Because whole, I mean, everyone likes hole punch cameras more are more useful yeah they are still a little bit i'm still looking forward to that phone that we maybe if that was in the dead podcast that we didn't do i think it was uh, in the dead podcast but there's a phone that's got a well i still have that but i've just never released that's it be a special <laughs> yeah if we run out of stuff to do and we, or we one week I... is like we got nothing left to just but this one yeah i have to edit it though that's the bitch <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think we were talking about uh notchless Oh, a, yeah, a so it's behind-the-screen the camera, and that was just cool. A lot of companies have done it, so I think Xiaomi's done it, and Samsung have got all patents for it. Yeah. And it well, is possible. Like A lot of them have done it. it. Is, yeah, it's possible. It just You just kind of don't notice it and then notice it sometimes. I think it's very, it's got high, quite a high potential for one big flagship next year not to ha- have... I, rec- I reckon Samsung, if they have it, will do it next year. I think it's going to be Samsung or Xiaomi or Oppo. You don't think Huawei or? I don't think it's going to be Huawei. I mean, Huawei does pretty good in terms of new stuff because they're they're still the only other person apart from like Motorola who's competing with Samsung against foldable phones. Well, you say that, but not really anymore because it, they don't. They take... did drop it. I haven't seen anything about it because they still haven't released theirs. Samsung now almost has a monopoly in the foldable phone market. No one else is. Mm. They've got no one to compete with. Motorola's. Not basically well, they're competing with Motorola for their little clamshell fold. But, and I for mean, Huawei phones, well, Huawei phones don't do well in the US at all. 
Well, that's because Donald Trump... And foldable phones, <laughs> well, probably is the US is the biggest market for it. Yeah. So they, they've got a monopoly on it. Like, they're going to sell more foldables than anyone. Well, they now have a monopoly on America's um, 5G network because they, they got like a they have a, like a six billion dollar deal from like one of the big major companies, and it's just like because they lot the Huawei's contract that they originally had before Donald Trump cancelled it basically went to Samsung now. And talking about 5G, the iPhone 12 has 5G now. Yep, finally a phone that has 5G. I don't use 5G on my phone, even though I have it because it's not available in my area. <laughs> well, um, iPhone bringing it to the market is a really big thing for every. Yeah, so it will definitely push the 5G. Yeah, th- th- this is it now. It's going to go everywhere. Yeah, it's definitely going to pop out and go big and whatnot. I but... mean, if you live in a small village, I'm sorry, you're never ever going to get 5G. No, but you already have shit. And you don't even get four so you, so G. Yeah, no, you you won't even get free. You're like, ah. <laughs> no, one one G. Drive four miles to a store, sit in a cafe to watch porn, and then walk away. What? You'll be fine. <laughs> because you can't. <laughs> or you have to still buy pa- porn mags. Is that why porn mags are still a thing? Oh, possibly the, the inbreds in the villages. <laughs> Mm. Uh, is there anything else? Headliners. Uh, Destiny 2 Content Vault. Oh, this is a big one. Uh, Destiny mm. 2. Uh, they're essentially making a Destiny 3. Yeah. Because uh, is this... They're taking Destiny 1 assets and putting them in Destiny 2 and taking some of the dead assets from Destiny 2 and putting them in Yeah, two. so the, the two things they're doing. They're doing content vaulting and sunsetting. So the content vaulting is they're... Bit of content that's not being played as often. They're basically taking this content and putting it anything into a on Titan. And what they might do in the future is bring it back as like a special event for a season or something, mm. which is good. So you know, yeah, it makes it a bit more refreshable. And the way they put it is, they can add more stuff to the game without make, without, without increasing without, the size. Yeah, because otherwise you run into the Call of Duty problem where it's a two hundred and fifty gig destroyer of a hard drive. Yeah, because Samsung, I think. That game supports ray tracing. Yeah, yeah. Destiny Two is supports ray tracing now. I think. Does it? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, right. They're doing an upgrade for the PlayStation Five, so I imagine it will probably be. I'm, involved I, mean, in. went. I don't think it does it yet. No, um, but I think it will support it at uh, PlayStation Five level from when it when the patch comes out. Um, but oh, what was I going to say? Just carry on. Well, yeah. So, um, <laughs> for this content voting session they're doing in November, they're removing Titan, IO, Mars, uh, Mercury, and the Leviathan raids. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The uh, PlayStation Four currently, I think it's around a hundred gigs on a PlayStation Four. Yeah, it's about that. I think PC is about ninety-two. And I think on the first Destiny is about ninety. Yeah, so I would say about 90 for a game like that is, is acceptable. Yeah, so I think if they were to combine the two, it would be 190 gigs total if they combine the two games as one. So if they're just taking things out, I reckon about 120 maybe max, maybe 100 yeah. standard. Um, just try and keep and what they're doing with removing these five locations, they're now adding back in um, the Cosmodrome from Destiny 1 yep. and Europa. I've played the Cosmodrome recently. It's a lot of fun. 
because I still I, I I I went on it and I instinctively knew where to go. I was just like, go this way, go this way, go this way, and I just got to the place I went to know. And on Destiny Two, I'm kind of I still get lost from time to time, but on I, Destiny One, I just know it so well. I think the reason why you know it more on Destiny One is because of the map system. So you don't need to know it on Destiny Two because you just look at the map well to where to go. Whereas True. in Destiny One, there was no map, but you had to learn. Oh go- Oh my God, I was playing it and I was just like. Ah, uh, the the biggest improvement on Destiny Two is the map because you can choose where you go and you don't have to back out the entire planet <laughs> to go well, somewhere, and you don't have to. You can fast travel on Destiny Two. You don't have to just run around the entire map trying to find where you need to go. Yeah. I still love that game, but oh boy, uh, and I'm, the- I'm gonna play it on PlayStation Five and see what it, the difference in loading <laughs> is. Because if I can get it so that you can go on Destiny 1 and it just snaps back, like, it, the dr- load times are, like, ridiculously short on Destiny 1, I'm going to play Destiny 1 a lot more. Uh, and adding back in the Vault of Glass eventually from Destiny 1. It's, I think that's the only raid we did. Isn't no, it? we did two of them. We did that one and Crota's End. Did we? We did do Crota's End, yeah. Crota's End is a... Is there a raid? Yep. Oh, I guess we did. Well, didn't we, oh, we tried to do the machine one, didn't we? Yeah, that didn't go well. No, because we didn't have enough players. We had like four. <laughs> it didn't go and, well. At, at <laughs> and and we had no idea. And two of them, two of our players were like underpowered and everything, and we were just like, yeah, I really wish we had. Which is why I like the uh, addition of dungeons to Destiny Two. Mm. You know, kind of a the mini raid, free player raids, minis. Yeah, they're fun. I like those. That's fucking difficult, especially when you're trying to do. Um... They're quite easy when you've got three people and know what they're doing. I want you to do it once. It's quite easy. Oh, when you have two people. It's yeah, ridiculous. when it was both of us trying to do, uh, what's it called? Pit of Sorrows? Yeah. Or Pit of Heresy. Pit of, Pit of Heresy. Pit of Heresy, that's it. Uh, we got to the bit where it was like, uh, survive, we had to survive it's, uh, things. Yeah, like, that's great description, Dan. Oh, it's um, like a circular platform and then there's like loads of thrall coming at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the end, the, basically. Yeah, the almost end, yeah. the end, like the one or two before the end. The bit before the end? It's, it's actually right in the middle. Because the very first one is uh, the towers, with all the symbols. Yeah. The second one's the ogres. Yeah. The third and one then, is that. Oh one. yeah, just before where you have the just for the, the maze top platform. Yeah, where you were shit because you didn't have a scout rifle or any long range weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it was very difficult without any of yeah, that. Yeah, because you made it difficult. It would have been easy if you had a fucking I still long range weapon. Been easy with two people because even with a scout rifle, I kept dying a lot. Me and James did it fine. Thanks, thanks for that, I appreciate it. It was, it was so easy when you have like a weapon that can do long range. Me and Mike <laughs> did it as well, but it was just because you didn't have a long range weapon and you were in the centre. So I was having to run around, do everything, and then had to come back to the centre to help you shoot knights. Yeah. Because you didn't have anything long range, so you were doing pitiful damage. And, and you <laughs> it was just hard. got overwhelmed. <laughs> And you're a titan, so you have all the shielding and you still died multiple times. Well, I realised um, I'm an idiot and the uh, armour I had didn't increase my titan buff of increased armour. <sighs> so I actually had actually less armour than probably you did. I don't know. My my character's pretty weak in terms oh, okay, of armour. It's then. just resilience and um, recovery are like ridiculously high. So I can take a lot of damage but recover it quickly. Yeah. Um, but the big thing to is content vote thing is they're basically removing the main campaign and uh Osiris and Warmind. Which I find weird because I still don't understand how they removed the basically the first part of the game 
before you get to like the ta- uh, not the Taken King, that's Destiny One, uh, Forsaken and Shadow Keep. Well, they're and basically then... removing everything that's free to play. Yeah, but then it's a free to play game at that point. So, so are they going the free to play back... is basically going to be Gambit strikes, and I, I guess the sports. multiplayer is just what people would play on a free to play game, and they don't care about the story. So, I guess if you have like a friend who doesn't care about the story, so like Mike who doesn't care about the story, just wants to do all the multiplayer stuff, then I guess that works. And then maybe you can convince them to buy the the story and shit. But... Yeah. It's kind of an interesting one. Um, I think they are adding some more sto- story missions, short ones. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing the beginning, but they're definitely doing afterwards. Yeah. Cause It'd be good the if they whole... added some, some Destiny 1 ones, actually. Maybe the first Destiny One one. Well, when when it went free to play, if you played it on PC, you got the first mission of Destiny One on PC. I never got that. I wanted that. Uh, it was when it went free to play, I oh. think. So when it went, it, you got the first mission where you wake up, and then you go through the Cosmodrome, and then you get your ship. That was the. Uh, they added that to the free to play because it basically, then. It then goes into uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Ghoul. That's the one. And then you lose all your stuff, basically. So you get up, you get all powerful, you get your stuff, and then you just go to a tower and die, basically, and you lose all your shit. From what I can tell, I haven't played it because I. I paint. feel like you need a, min- a middle mission between those two events. <laughs> I don't know how fully. I think it's the first one and. I'm pretty sure you just get the first one. I don't know because I haven't played it. Because yeah. I pay all the money in the world that. for this game for some odd reason. Two grand? Uh, no, around a grand probably. Grand. A grand on Destiny 2. No, it's not quite near the 8K TV level yet. But it's <laughs> getting there. It's almost getting there. I paid for the collector's edition for Take, uh, Forsaken, Taken King... No, I know. I, I bought like the digital version, like the highest digital version for Taken King, highest digital version for uh, Iron, like the Rise of Iron. I paid for the highest version of the Destiny game, so I bought the collector's edition for that. I then bought uh, the highest Forsaken level. I also have now bought the highest uh, Beyond Light level. Um, I paid for all of the DLCs for the, oh no, because I, when I got the collector's edition, I got the, uh, free to, uh, Curse of Osiris, Mars person, uh, and whatever the other one is. Uh, I got all of that in that. So yeah, I basically have paid a lot of money. Plus I bought a statue. I bought a bunch of loot crates when they were a thing. Uh, you love this game too much. I bought one of those Amazon Alexa ghost shell things that you can partner up. I still have that somewhere. Have it's you used it? Up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you can make it so that it um, is a quick between your um, character, so you can change outfits quickly. So you I can just cool. go, uh, ghost, change my outfit to this, and then it will change your outfit, and it just makes you so you have your setups, and you have one setup, two setups, three setup, and then it just switches. So if you have like a raid gear setup, you just switch to your raid gear stuff, or you have your crucible batch. Oh, that's setup. cool. I've always wanted it in the main game. Like, like a, you can a do it on your phone. If you, you can do it on your phone. You can pretty set stuff, but you can also do it on the ghost thing. It's oh, useful. I didn't know that. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, you, that's really useful. I wish I could have that. I think you can do it on the phone. 
No. I think you just have like a guardian and then you have stuff, but I, I'm not going to go into it. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. Uh, and the other uh, thing they're doing is the sun setting. Mm, so the sun is... setting is removing pretty much all the permissions. We're not removing yeah. it. Well, removing the usefulness of it. Yeah, because it basically stops it from leveling up past what light level it is at the moment. I think it's 1060. Uh, yeah, I am 1027, I think, at this point. Yeah. So what they're doing is to make it a bit more... At the minute, they're finding it. They can add more guns into the game, but then no one's using them because they've already got great guns. Yeah. I do I do tend to stick to the same guns over and over again. But if they nerf the guns that I have, I'm going to be so pissed because I love the guns and the swords stuff that I have, which is going to... But they won't nerf... It depends what but, season you earned it. So if you earned it in this last season gone, the season of revivals... Nah. None okay, of it's all gone, basically. Yeah. Anything I, that was earned before season of revivals has a power cap of 1060. And everything... Season of Rivals after will have a power cap of thirteen ten. So when you get a piece of gear, you will see uh, what its current power limit is this season, and what its total power limit is overall. So right now, every piece of gear you earn right now, the power limit this season is ten sixty. But from next season, the power season level will go up each season uh, until it reaches its final power limit. At which point that gear is basically useless and you got to pick up a new piece of gear. Yep, nothing I have except for my uh, Warlock Bond is uh, from that season. Yeah. From the... Uh, what season is are we in? Season of Revivals. That's the one. Or whatever the little ship icon Season of Revivals. Is. Yeah. But that's the only piece of gear that I have that is... Oh, my wings are going to be useless. Fuck's sake. Well, they'll be useless, because uh, in some like Crucible, Can... it'll be fine. Because uh, but... Crucible's not power or... But I don't I use think them for... Either. Yeah, but I don't use them for Crucible. I use them to hover. I use them as a ba- <laughs> basically a beacon of just being able to hover. So I can look down my gun, hover, and I can snipe shit or shoot shit whilst being still. And I don't have to worry about falling. Cause I well, can they might add bend... some more um, gear in the future, uh, similar abilities. If there they bring back the Red Death, I will accept every problem that they have with the Quite armor. possible, because they're changing everything up. Oh, another thing, that ch- the biggest thing they're changing, at least what I can visualize from, is your uh, super abilities. Yeah, because they're changing all of that up, because they're making the darkness shit. Yeah, so. well, it's more like Destiny 1 super abilities now, where you have more customization on it. Mm, I did. I did think they were lacking a bunch of customizations because I made. It was such so, a good... it was too simple on Destiny Two. It's literally like you have three options yeah. to choose from. There you go. What did you want? Yeah, and and then you also have stuff taken away. Whereas in the other one, you could have those things like linked together, and it was just great. Yeah. So, uh, um, my, I think this new well, one is a bit of a hybrid between both of them. My warlock class on Destiny One on my uh, main account or secondary account now uh is one of the most overpowered characters ever because it's running a red death my character is a warlock with um not solo uh void and void you can have it so that when you kill someone with a uh, punch you get health when you kill someone with a grenade you get health when you kill someone with the gun you have health my sniper also gave me help if i killed them my sword was overpowered my character could just basically do anything and get health back 
and I was just running around Crucible just destroying people because I did so much. I didn't do that much damage, but I didn't take damage, essentially. So I could just kill someone, get all my health back, and go straight into another gunfight and kill people straight away, and I didn't lose anything from like being reckless, which is how I play. Because I don't tend to do strategy in a multiplayer setting. I just go. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we shut the fuck up? Yeah. So let's go to, to the, the next uh, topic. We're bringing back weird and wacky, wonderful world once again uh, because yep. we've got nothing else to talk about, and I just got a few yeah, topics we've... here right now. Uh, I haven't heard any of these, so this will be new to me. As so it is to you. the first one is a man who parted in an Uber has ended up in court. Oh, do you know what I didn't do? I forgot to introduce you as our illustrious guest of the episode. <laughs> we are only 40 minutes into the episode and I haven't introduced you. So do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Hi, I'm Dan. Nice to meet you all. Uh, I Wonderful. am clearly not wanted in this podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. Shall we move on? Uh, yeah. Okay. Dan, let's go back. Like I said... Topic of this week for Weird, Wacky, Wonderful World. Uh, a man who farted in Uber has ended up in court. Because he killed the person for how bad the smell was? Uh, no, Did a the man person who broke sw- wind in the back of an Uber and then attacked the driver. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Surely that's the part where he got <laughs> a six-month term jail. Suspended for 18 months. Uh, Wait, did the driver attack them for farting, or did the person fart and then attack them? Wait, so a man let one go when Alexander Bonchev... Oh, no. I thought you were going to say Alexa. has when just I... done its thing. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Sorry, I'm not sure. Thank you. There it is, there it is. You can hear <laughs> that. That's... Uh, it's a good has... thing mine didn't go off, because <laughs> I was... <laughs> it's driving him to Chase's nightclub in Bristol... That's actually near me. Find out. Uh, Don't say I thought it was in America. <laughs> <laughs> Only in England would you attack someone when farting. Oh, mm. When he was ordered to leave the car, Mallet attacked the driver. Wow. I, fucking hell. Who then knocked down Mallet in self-defence. Wait, which one's Mallet? Mallet is the one who attacked or the driver? Uh, the driver. Uh, the Mallet is the one who farted. Ah. Uh. It's a great name, Mallet. Um, what a great name. Next headline. A, a burglar one, uh, has been caught after leaving name and address at the scene. Oh, did they have one of those little guest book things that people can sign? And they just went, I'm I'm coming into your house. We're going to sign your guest book. Do you know those guest book things? People yeah, have? wait, hang on. Let me read it. It says, a burglar has been caught after leaving a rucksack containing his name and address at the scene of a crime. Ah, oh, <laughs> so sad. I, I, I wanted it to be they. They went into the house and they saw the <laughs> guest book and they went, "Ah, oh, sign my name. I'll be polite and then leave." And then went, "Ah, oh, shit!" And the doors locked and they went, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to see that. Mm. A Malcolm Pike. And then the ring doorbell goes off. He broke, into, he broke into a garage in East Harrington, Sunderland, and stole one hundred and fifty pound of cleaning equipment. Fair enough. Damn. Police found a bag he left behind which contained letters featuring both his name and address. When officers visited his home, they found the stolen equipment. Not bad. Idiot. Mm. I mean, depends on what he was getting. If he was getting toilet paper, then that's great. Because I don't know if we're in another crisis where toilet paper is not available. But if this was at the beginning of the year, then... Uh, And let's go for a third and final topic of... Feeling mm-hmm. stressed? Why not hug a cow? 
Why not? Fucking hell. <laughs> that's, that's the actual title of the, the uh, headline. So a Dutch farm is offering cow cuddling as a form of therapy. Those who want a spot of co-knuffling or okay. cow hugging start by taking a tour of the farm before hugging one of the cows for up to three hours. By the way, I'm going to take the easiest stroke in the world. Dan, your mum's been hired. Oh my god. The lamest and dumbest joke, but I'm taking it. Never I'm do swinging it again. low. I'm swinging low. Never do it again. You're not funny. Ow. Ow. Co- people in the comments, say I'm funny. Boost my ego. It hurts. It hurts so much. It's so so low right now. Please boost it. The cow's warmer body temperature and slower heartbeat is believed to promote positivity and reduce stress by boosting oxytonin in humans, hormone released in social bonding. And they have four stomachs, so they'll be great if you give them a sandwich. Why would you give them a sandwich? I don't know. You want to share? Cuddle up nice? Give them a sandwich? Share a bit? Is that not, <laughs> is that not how you do your life? I have never given a sandwich to a cow. I don't think they'd like it. I don't think I like it's grass. good for them. <laughs> not sandwiches. Well, that's the reason they have four stomachs is because they have to digest grass. So I wonder what they do if they eat processed meat. It's I know if they eat. Cellulose? I know if they if they, if you give them beef or like it kill it like kill it's like bad. It turns them into like mad. really bad thing. Yeah, mad cow disease or whatever it is. Yeah. That's feeding a cow a cow. So don't give them a beef sandwich. Give them like a chicken. Because they hate chickens. They'll fucking rip a chicken in half. Yeah. I'm sure there is a video of a cow ripping a chicken in half. Someone send that to me on Frankenstein at Twitter. Or whatever it is. Or just love me. It's the same thing. No one loves you. Ouch. Your mum's... <laughs> well, I went to this cow thing and your mum was there. And she loved me. She gave me a hug. So, get <laughs> <Yeah>, fucked it. <laughs> You've been hugged by a cow. We're not trampled by it. I love I love cows. What's wrong with cows? <laughs> cows are uh, great. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. It's a bit weird now. This is the weirdest transition to our big topic, which is ranking the Marvel villains. You're right. Yeah. So this week we couldn't find a big topic apart from death and COVID and depressing stuff. So we're gonna go um, happiness and look at the Marvel villain ranking. So how yep. this is going to work is we're going to go through each of the villains. Me and Danny will give each villain a score out of 10, but we'll use decimal points. It's because Dan fucked up his system and he needs decimal points Basically, to make it Basically, we can't work. have any duplicates, because if we have any duplicates, it's going to be bad. Yep. So if we have decimal points, we can, unlike Danny duplicates, mm-hmm. uh, then we will add our points up together and divide it by two, and we will, that will create a list of... Of one to twenty-four of the best Marvel villains, we have not included all the villains. We just try to include the main ones and random armies that they have. We have not included all random armies. Also, this is the most definitive ranking, so we expect every news outlet in the world to use this, and we expect everyone in the world to also use this whenever discussing the rankings of Marvel villains. Yeah, the most correct. You cannot use anyone else's rankings. If you do, we'll sue you. And we put it in writing now. So let's begin. Dan, what's the first villain? So the first one is Abomination. A lovely, great start. Uh, not the first villain in the MCU. The second. It, it, unless you're including General Ross, technically. Or um, uh, what about the Ten Rings, dude? How was it the on? first one? It wasn't Iron Man first. 
Iron Man was first, and then it was the Hulk. So this is technically the second villain right, yeah. of the MCU. Um, I don't hate him. I liked it. I never actually seen Incredible Hulk, so I can't rate this one, really. Uh, this one is a bit of a weird one, because The Incredible Hulk is not the greatest MCU movie. People would say it's one of the worst, but I quite enjoyed it when I watched it. And from time to time, the the design of the Abomination is pretty good, from what I'm remembering. The setup is a bit okay, because it's basically an army guy goes, I want to be able to take down the Hulk and then gets injected with it. Then, basically, Bruce Banner takes the Hulk stuff out of his body, and then the guy goes, give me his blood, and then becomes the Abomination. So it's a bit all over the place. He's alright, he gets defeated by just a clap. Oh, no, he's not defeated by a clap. He gets choked out by a chain. That's pretty good. Um, in terms of... It was rumoured when Civil War came out, and they had the raft. Apparently, the Abomination was meant to have, like, a... Uh, like walk by, so like you just cell. sort of yeah, like you see, like an abomination sh- cell or something, and then you just hear like thumping and banging or something when you go to the rough because that's meant to be a super prison for villains, and the abomination is like one of the only villains that's been captured, and you haven't seen since because everyone just tries to ignore that movie. But um, so you're giving it a zero because you haven't seen it. On person scores you because no, 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 you give it a zero. <laughs> I can't give it a zero because otherwise that would just lower its vomit score. So I have to put the same as you and just not avoid my uh, score. Well, we'll just put it at a five for you and I'll go about four and a half. Because right. he's not terrible, just not overly interesting, really. And also, he's a one time villain, one and done, and you never get to see him again. If they bring him back, I'd be cool because they could bring him back as a villain for um, She Hulk, maybe. Possibly. Could do that. Timothy Roth, I think, plays him. That sounds familiar. Mm. We should have done more research. But anyway, next I villain. The film. Our next villain <laughs> yeah. is uh, Whiplash, we're going to do. Oh, yeah, because it's not on Disney Plus, is it? No, it's not. Because it's, it's technically apparent. Uh, yeah, Universal, because they, they. The same reason the Spider Man movies aren't on there. Yeah. Uh, so, what was the next villain? Oh, uh, Whiplash. Whiplash. Ooh, Iron Man 2. Uh. That's interesting. I don't hate it. He's a bit of a um, boring <laughs> villain, to be honest. It's got a bit of a backstory. So, like, the backstory is his dad the fir- or uncle? Uh, dad. The yeah. first of uh, Tony Stark's villain gallery. Or, like, one of the first ones where it's just Iron Man has created every villain in the MCU. Like, that's... Because it's Obadiah Stane and the Ten Rings. Then it's uh, Whiplash. And then... As the movies go on, you get more and more villains just created by Iron Man. We'll get to like Mysterio and everything later on, but that's true. Actually, it's loads. Yeah, it's become like a meme that Iron Man is like the biggest villain because he basically created all the villains. <laughs> but technically, this wasn't just him; it was his dad as well, because his dad made the first dad... Iron character. Yeah, well, that's the thing. A lot of it is based, but yeah, I I think Mickey Rourke was all right as the villain. It was. I still like Iron Man 2. I can enjoy Iron Man 2. It's not a it's not a terrible film. The villain isn't the weakest part. It's got it's great action scenes and everything. It's just kind of rushed because they had such a huge success and they wanted to Yeah, I think the biggest problem with Iron Man 2 was just the fact there's too much going on. Yeah. I still like it. It's one of my one of my faves, but that's just personal. Um, what score would you give it then? 
I, I think I'd give him about maybe the same as the Hulk, but maybe slightly higher. So, uh, not the Hulk, the Abomination. So, like, maybe a 4.7 or something. Uh, uh, I didn't really like Whiplash as a villain. I didn't really find it very interesting either. So I'll probably give it, like... I like his bird stuff, where he has, like, the bird. And then Justin Hammond's talking to him, and he's like, is this your bird? And he goes, no, that's not my bird. And then he's like, I like this bird. And then <laughs> I like yeah, that. Point, it's kind of stupid. It's like, what? why? That's dumb. And apparently that was Mickey Rourke doing that. That was actually him wanting to do that for the thing. I oh, liked it. I'm going to give, like, a 3.8. Ah, oh, so cruel. <laughs> so cruel. Yeah. Uh, next one. Malekith. Uh, for the Dark World, played by one of the Doctor Who's. Christian Erickson? No. Erickson? Uh, oh. No, it's it's the one before David Tennant. No, 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 I, I can't pronounce his name. I can't remember. I know what it is, but I can't say it. Google <laughs> it whilst we're, and I'll talk about it. Google it. Oh, uh, Christopher... Uh, Christopher Eccleston. Well, that's the one. There you go. You did I didn't type it up. Proud of well, you. No, I didn't. I knew it was like a career. <laughs> An air. Uh, very forgettable in one of the least memorable movies until I'm pretty they much no it. backstory. He's just uh, he's an elf, wants to kill the world, make it all the darkness. That's it. To be honest, his like side villain character, the weird thing that he ejects with the thingamajiggy, uh, the crystal thing, yeah, yeah heart, that kills yeah. Loki basically, yeah, or or k- well. kills Loki quotation marks, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that dude seems to be more fleshed out the Malekith. Uh, I would argue that Malekith is the worst one. I'd say... Well, I can't remember what's coming up, but I think, yeah, he's not great. I'd say like a 2.5. Well, you give us 2.5. I'm going to be very harsh. I'm going to be very critical. I'm going to give it a 1. Ooh, okay, yeah. He's definitely the worst at the moment. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... It, yeah, he doesn't do much. He just sort of does speeches and gets yeah. beaten up he has by like one line or something or two lines in the whole film he doesn't even really do anything that cool to be honest no it's I'm just useless. Fi- I'm, yeah i'm trying to think of something he does that's cool and the only thing that i can remember isn't him it's the other dude exactly it, you, it's the other him. dude it's the other dude who kills four's mum isn't it yeah yeah so it's not even him that does the kit like it's it's he's just not great uh next one we're gonna do is sunny birch Oh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah, so he's like the Wait, gangster he's... mob guy? He's great. I love him. He's he's dumb as fuck. and He's, he's just... much better he's... than Sunny Birch. Mm. Sorry, much better than Malekith. <laughs> I should say better yeah. He's just in the way, basically. He's just there as a roadblock. And he's like, he's just like a dumb mafia boss type person. Who's just... I think it quite works quite well with Ant-Man and the Wasp. It kind of fits the vibe mm. of the film. Well, he's just kooky and he works well. But he's just got his dumb henchmen who, who have truth serum, and it's just like, <laughs> it's not truth serum. Oh, it is a truth serum. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I love it. I love, I love a lot of it. I'd say watch greatest. It, it is a good film. It's not. Uh, it's. I wouldn't say it's a good film. Like, well, it's a good film, but it's like it's perfectly all right. It's a it's like, very it's enjoyable. It's a middle. Film. It's a middle one. It's a. It's one you watch when you're watching the rest of them. I would yeah. say I wouldn't watch it. I'd maybe watch it on its own, but I tend to probably watch it as like the ensemble more than I would on its own. Oh, like it's not an Iron Man or something where I just go back and watch it. Very quick sidetrack. Um, Des- uh, Disney Plus have now uh, revealed a chronicle- 
chronological watch order for all the Marvel films. Yeah, I saw something about that. Uh, I saw that they've now made a timeline or a, like an actual map, but apparently it doesn't like include Agents of Shield in terms <laughs> no. of like in terms of chronological order. Alright, get back back to the uh, thing. Yep, to yep, talk yep. About that. Sidetracking, sidetracking, um, sidetracking. Sonny Birch, where would you put him? I'd give him a solid five out, of, uh, five out of five, or five out of ten. Yeah, I'd give, I'd give him a five. I'd say mm, not. He's a he's a middle. That's about four point seven. Ah, oh, for you, 4. for me, 7. yeah, yeah, yeah. 4. Okay, yep. Uh, Ronan, Ronan the Accuser. Again, another one that's not very interesting until you get to like Captain Marvel, because no. then they flesh him out a bit. Uh, but I'm guessing we're doing just uh, the first um, Guardians of the Galaxy movie? No, it's just Ronan as a villain. I mean, he doesn't really do anything in Captain Marvel, because he's, he's a presence in Captain Marvel, but then he gets to it and then he pussies out. Because he just basically, Captain Marvel blows up half of his army and then it just goes, okay, we're going to go. Uh, I don't think... Ronan does so much, but it's more like the sort of presence he has in the MCU as a whole. So in the Guardians of the Galaxy film, they're, they're talking about him as like a big threat and sort of how Thanos loans his daughter out to Ronan, the accuser. Yeah. So he, he has a bigger role in the universe rather than like what he actually does. But it's not really utilised on anything. So no. I mean, because in the films, he kind of doesn't really do anything because what does he do he goes to thanos to get the infinity stone no he get he he doesn't go to thanos to get the infinity stone does he he's tasked with getting the yeah, infinity yeah thanos stone. said to get to the infinity stone and he said i need your daughters to get them yeah and then he basically shoves it into his hammer thing yeah gets gets the power because oh yeah i will destroy you myself whatever and, and then he wipes out the fleet of ships is that the ships is that the ship that does that, or is that the if Power Stone? I can't uh, remember. It's been a while. It's been no, a long time. No, it is the Power Stone. He yeah. uh, like flips his hammer. Yeah, and just wipes it. them all out. <laughs> yeah, explosions. So he does something. That's a good. Oh, we should have put like a yeah. leveling. Like we should have done the impact of the actual MCU. We, we should have done. Some... Nah, we could change it. We can do it. We'll just. All the ones we're doing are kind of pointless, so we'll change it now. So we've got to have. <laughs> I can't change my scoreboard. <laughs> no, 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 no. This will this will impact how we uh, rank okay, okay. them. So we'll go. We'll give them like. We'll give basically a overall impact in the MCU. Yeah. So future events. We'll give them a actual cool stuff that they do marker, and then we'll give them. A, uh, <laughs> I think something else. <laughs> how cool they look! Uh, well, they look. The lines of dialogue they have, the backstory. If you remember them, if uh, they're actually memorable. So we'll, we'll the do motive. some stuff. Motive. Yep. You should be writing this down because I'm we'll writing this down. You should write this down because we'll forget. Nah, that's fine. Uh, remember. Okay, whatever. It Next villain. All right, Ronan, what would you do? This give? is the definitive ranking of Marvel villains, Dan. Yeah, and I mean, we don't need these. Whatever things. we say goes, so fuck it, let's go. Right, yeah, what, what, what would you give him? Oh, uh, 
Which one are we doing? Ronan. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, that's just... That's all. Uh, let's give him a four. Give him a four. Um... No, let's give him a 3.7. So you think he's worse than Whiplash? I don't remember him. I remember Whiplash because he's so, like, stupid. And then it's... I remember Iron Man 2 more as, like, him being the threat. Because I remember him having the cool scene in uh, the Grand... Uh, tour thing where he just whips the cars and just smashes them in half and then he has to fight with Iron Man in the uh, suitcase suit and it's just that's some cool shit and I just like that more whereas Ronan I didn't even remember who we were talking about so I'm giving him a 3.7 that's fair enough and you? Um, I've given him a 3.9 okay shall we move on to the next one? yeah no problem um, so Alexander Pierce. Ooh, Civil War. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Uh, overall impact pretty big. Yeah. Basically destroys S.H.I.E.L.D. because of it. Um, and also in Endgame, comes back. Tries to take the Tesseract. Yeah, very true. So, also, apparently Endgame is like his last film that Doody plays it because he's retiring from acting. So that's a weird thing because he was originally meant to have one film that was meant to be his swan song, but then he came back for Endgame. So Endgame is his last movie, which is a fun thing. Um, he's pretty good. What does he do in the movie? So in the movie, he's the basically the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he yeah. reports to the uh, Security Council. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's supposed to be Nick Fury's best friend. Of course, Nick Fury doesn't trust anyone. No, um, except. And then he goes he, to because he lost his eye to a cat. It's about Project Insight being released. Yeah, because that was their big plan to take out everyone. Basically. Yeah, the three heavy carriers high... in the sky to basically keep on anyone and, and eliminate the threat before it happens. Do you know why time. it's free? Because of Hydra, you have three heads. You cut off one more, you get more. Hydra's four heads. No, Hydra's are free. What? Hydras are free heads. Hydras are four. No, they're free. The four. That's no. That's they're not. They are. No, it's a free-headed animal. I'm pretty sure. It's a free-headed snake thing. Hydras have free heads. I'm sure I'm, they don't. I'm pretty no, because you. It's it's originally f- hydras. Hang on. Hydras, right. not oh. Marvel. Uh, dragon thing. Yeah, three heads. Mine heads. That's four. Because uh, it's it's multiplied, but you start with three. Oh, okay, whatever. I mean, if you've got Agents of Shield, off... Hydra means something completely different anyway. Well, this one's got five. This <laughs> one's got three. This it's basically multiple six. heads. Yeah. I mean, in but... the film, well, it says cough the head, two more grow back, so that could be three to put that way. Yeah. That's the idea behind Hydra. So as soon as you this cut illustration's off one head, more got... come back. Yeah. Which I don't think works for a helicarrier because they didn't come back. Oh no! Did you cut up all the heads? <laughs> mm. Well, I've, I can't remember how you meant to kill a hydra. I think you have to trap it instead of kill it. Yeah, you can't kill it. Oh um, well, whatever. Anyway, so basically, revealed that Pierce is, he tries to kill Fury. He thinks he has. He electrocutes ha- Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, no, Natasha electrocutes herself to stop the security pin uh, burning through her chest. It temporarily yes. disables it. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's about to do it. He says, oh, yeah, if you make one move, I kill you. I put, I put a hole through your chest. True. 
uh, and then basically Nick Fury, she electrocutes herself, and then Nick Fury basically punches Pierce. How does he die again? Does he just get shot? Oh no, he did get shot. Yeah, Pierce does die. Yeah. Yeah. So he he has a lame death. Yeah, it's not a great death, but his motive, but I think, it basically is just he's pretty, from Hydra. Yeah, Hydra generic. Not a motive. But um, stuff he does though, like killing Backstack and Fury. Pretty good. Pretty high. That's cool. Ramifications um, for the MCU because yeah, that, that film is such a. I love that film so much. I know it's not one of your favorite films, but it's one of my favorite films. I like it, but I don't love it as much as everyone else. It's it's a good film, but I I I like Civil War more as a film. A lot of people my... do. It's just mainly me and like Winter Soldier more. No, a lot of people like Winter oh, do Soldier. They? I like, like uh, it, it ranks pretty high up in people's um movie uh, like MCU movies. I I think mine's probably like midway up, not just above half. It's not great to me, but I I, I do enjoy it. Um, so I'd give him probably uh, we'll stack it together. We'll give him about a six and a half. Ooh. So if you give him a six and a half, I will give him about um, I give him about seven for me. Okay, pretty high for you. You know, I like, I like the film. So true, true. Moving on. Uh, moving Darren on. Cross from Ant-Man. Uh, he's alright. He's basically Ant-Man, but insane. Yeah. In terms, so... of, in terms of powers, and he's got lasers. His suit's cool. I'll give him that. I like the suit design. Uh, his backstory was he was Hank Pym's um, apprentice, That's... and Hank Pym wouldn't share the Pym Particle, the pa- and it drove him mad, so he basically tried to create one. Well, technically, Pym Particles make you go mad. Like yeah, the, the the overexposure to pin particles makes you go more insane. And well, he he founded an unstable version of pin particle. Yeah, and I... due to his devotion to it, basically made him mad in the head, mm. and basically wanted to basically make himself better than Hank Pym. Well, he killed sheep, so he's insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you see a sheep just shrink down, just a goop, and then he licks it. What a crazy psychopath. Yeah. And he does. Uh, a, he does the same thing to uh, one of the uh, members of the board as well. Um, well and it's also lit- revealed that you're trying to sell it to Hydra. He does have, yeah, yeah, because that's revealed the backstory thing. It is. He does have one of the coolest fight scenes, though. Oh, is the train? Er, the train, the suitcase fight. The he just gets whacked into a fly swatter, uh, electric zapper thing, whatever they're called, bug zappers. Yeah, that's the word. Uh. I like all of that stuff. The fact that he make they make a giant ant at the end of the fight is great. Um, <laughs> trying to think. Oh, I I think he's all right. I think he's got the cool one of the cool suits. He's definitely got some of the best fight scenes. He's just not that compelling when he's not in the suit. No. So I reckon probably I'd give him because I like I like that movie quite a bit. And I like him when he's in the suit, so I'll give it a about five point two. Uh, I think about about five point one. Just be different, to be honest. It's just above average. Yeah. Uh, Ghost from Ant Man. I like Ghost. Ghost is. I like her. I think how she gets cured at the end is a bit eh. Yeah, that's a bit of a. They do boring. They, Supposedly, that's how they're going to introduce mutants. Was one of the rumors because it's like, oh, the time thing. She's got powers now, so she can 
if people go down into the time stream, they can get powers, and that's how they'll make mutants. I don't know. I think the most accurate one's probably going to be um, Doctor uh, Strange yeah, brings Doctor Strange. them over. Or Wanda creates them, because she's technically a mutant, but isn't a mutant in the MCU, because they couldn't use mutants, and now they can use mutants, so she'll probably get turned to a mutant. Because they, the whole reason they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Terrigen Mist, and the Inhumans was because they couldn't use mutants. Yeah, and that annoys you. It doesn't annoy me, but no one cares about Inhumans. <laughs> <laughs> I I always, I, I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I, I like Daisy, or Sky, or whatever her name is now. I think it's Daisy now, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, Daisy now. Yeah, I liked her Sky more. I like Sky as a name better than Daisy. Daisy <laughs> sucks. Um, but apparently that's ended. I need to go back and watch. It's the, the last season. I've seen up to season six. I've seen season six. Season seven isn't on Prime yet. I watched. I think it's on Disney. No, it's not. So uh, Disney's only got one to five. I need to watch whatever's after Ghost Rider. That's season five. Oh, apparently. Um, speaking of Ghost Rider, apparently the. A uh, person who plays Rosa, I think it's Rosa, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine is apparently rumoured to be a female ghostwriter. Oh, really? Apparently. That was the rumour that's been speculating. So they might be bringing in a female ghostwriter into the MCU. Right. Maybe. Back to Ghost. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> ghost. <laughs> uh, she's got sick powers. I like that. Yeah, walk through the walls. Her backstory is pretty tragic, so it's not bad, not bad. Dad gets blown up by Hank Pym, so, or whatever happened to him, I think that's how it happened. She also has a heart as well. But the thing is, is she really, like, a proper villain, though? That's the thing. Like, does she do really oh, bad if stuff? If we're going into this, Dan, we're gonna just... No, but like, you have you have to categorise it. Like, what, what's the bad yeah. stuff she actually does? She's just trying to cure herself. True. She does beat up a lot of dudes. Yeah. Maybe potentially kills the... I'd say she's a good character, but I wouldn't say she's a good she villain. She does threaten to kill Hank Pym, I'm pretty sure, at one stage. Well, because Hank Pym's getting in the way, but she's like... She's also, like... she puts a hand through him and then could phase back. And this, this, that's cool. I like that. I love it when you can just put your hand... It's like vision. You can just put your hand through someone, and then if you materialize, you just explode them from... So summer. what score would you give him? Uh, I'd say maybe a 6, maybe a 5.9... Okay, I'll put a 5.9 then. Uh, I think I'm going to go a bit less because I don't think of it as a villain uh, as such. So okay. I'll, I'll go 5 again. Okay, okay. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, Dormammu. Ooh, not in it much. He's kind of at the end. Has a pretty good sequence. Looks dumb as fuck. Is just a big old wrinkly face. Is his does um oh what's the fucking other guy's name who's played by Matt Mickelson come up or is it just Dormammu? Uh, Kaecilius. Kaecilius. Does he come up later on? Yes, I just added him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what a weird thing for them to put Kaecilius as a secondary background, like not on the list, and then oh yeah, by the way, we're using a list that we stole to get all the villains because it was like twenty-two <laughs> villains. So, but we're we're making it better. Yeah, we're adding more. We're adding more and we're doing a shitter but better job of yes. somehow. Um, uh, Kais- oh, Dormammu, Dormammu, Dormammu. Well, so we want to speed this up a little bit because we're only an hour and ten minutes in and we're not even halfway through this list. Nah, it's fine. Podcasts can be forever. Um, we don't have anything really afterwards, so it'll be fine. Right. Uh, and it's a special, Dan. 
We're doing a ranking. Everyone oh, right. Score. He's not in it for much, but he does have a cool sequence, so I'll give him like a a 4.7. You give him a 4.7. I'd say like he, he has his big presence, big threat, but like there's no backstory. He's just there. So I'm going to give him like a 2.7. Oh, okay. Very low for you. Well, like I said, he didn't do anything. He just, he's just, he's just a threat. There you go. Yeah, but he has a cool presence. Oh. No, that boosts him up. Some of them don't have any presence. Justin Hammer. Oh, I love Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer's great. He is sick. I love him. He's just basically Tony Stark, but Stark, but annoying. <laughs> Why'd you like that? Because it's it's Justin Hammer. It's just this weird dude who's trying to emulate Tony Stark but failing. And it's Tony Stark if Tony Stark was a bad guy. So it's just a nice look into it. I'd give him a solid 8. Give him an 8. Give him an 8. An 8. I the love The best him. villain so far. He's got some of the best fucking lines in the MCU. And he's got just... He, he does the little dance on the stage. He's got the fucking uh, ex-wife or whatever his thing that doesn't work is and then he just fills Rhodey's suit with weapons he's great he's dumb he's dumb and I love him 8 solid 8 uh, I'm going to give him a 5.3 oh, <laughs> sorry Dan, 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 Dan. Uh, Ultron oh, 10 solid 10 I love Ultron okay I am not giving 10 <laughs> I love it I love uh, Ultron so much. I love Age of Ultron as a movie. It's one of my favourites. I love everything about him. He's got such sick dialogue. He looks fucking cool. He's created by Tony Stark and by accident he he creates uh, Ultron. No, not Ultron. Uh, Vision. It's uh, I just love everything about him. He's got sick voice. He, it's, it's, he is cool. His army isn't. His plan's dumb, but I love it. I love the fucking God Paradox thing where he just throws a stone into the earth to wipe everyone out. It's great. I love him. He's awesome. 10 out of 10. Best villain. I think he was 7.5. Still probably highest. <laughs> He's highest so far. Let's move. Go, go, go. Uh, Helmet Zemo. Ooh. So he doesn't massive really... consequences for the MCU. I'm a Not... bit annoyed about what they did. I love it. They're bring... they're making him they're making him what he is in the comics in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm looking Falcon. forward to that. But for what he is in the uh, Civil War, he's great because he's he's not you can't have a physical threat at the that that point because it just it's just going to end up as a generic fight where it's good guys versus bad guy this was a film where it was meant to split the avengers and turn them against each other and he does that he gets his motive out and he does it in such a he's got good backstory as well because his parent his kid and wife and uh, dad and stuff die in the sokovian accident for age of ultron so he has motives to try and hate everyone he tries to shoot himself at the end because he's just done he doesn't care anymore. He did what he set out to achieve, and he just tries to... And then Black Panther saves him because he wants him to suffer and has to deal with the consequences of his actions. It's just great. I love him. Solid nine. Give him a nine. Uh, I feel like he's not that good, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I love the idea of him just being one man and he's taking on the Avengers, 
But his kind of backstory is like, once again, oh, people are bad. But he's great. I love him. So what are you giving him? Uh, I'm going to give him a solid... I give him a... Is he better than which one? I don't think he's better than which one, so I'm going to give him seven. Okay. Ten. Okay. Still pretty high, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Grandmaster. Uh, I love Jeff Goldblum. That's about it. I'll give him a four. <laughs> <laughs> we had this debate before. I was like, is he really a villain in this, in this film? He's an antagonist. He gets in the way. He gets in the way, but... I'm mean, just in his it's, business, you know. He's, Jeff yeah. Goldblum is great. I love him. Uh, yeah, I give him probably about a three point nine. Sounds about right to me. Ego. Ooh, I like ego. I like ego. He has one of. I like the reveal at the end where he's got the little planet with his face on. It's dumb, and I didn't want it to happen in the movie, but when it happened in the movie, I was like, oh, it's the thing! Uh, that movie annoys me. I don't know why that movie annoys you. Yeah, I like that it. movie's Marmite. You have a level or you hate it. And I, True. I think Mike it. doesn't like it, but I like it. I like that movie. It's not terrible. I like it more than the first one, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> the first one's a masterpiece. I think it depends on your situation. If you have, like, I think from what I was seeing, it's people who have like dad problems like the movie. And if you don't have dad problems, then you're like, I don't care. <laughs> so I, I have dad problems, so I like it. So there we go. Oh, it right, yeah. the problem. Um, I'll give him. I like him. I'll give him a seven point five. So, I like um... his. I like the fact that he accidentally reveals that he killed Peter Quill's mum, and then Peter Quill just lets I rip do... on. I do fair. I do think he's actually a fairly good villain in the film, and you know he he has got very posing this threat and everything he's done, um, but it does creep me out to be honest a little bit. What because he's a planet and he's banging a woman? Uh, no, the bit <laughs> that creeps me out was that he was the start of the universe. No, he was at the start. Oh, he's at the start of the universe. Yeah, and he's like just a brain. It well, kind of creeps dead... me out. I don't know why. Excuse me. Well, he's there. a celestial. The celestials of the very beginning where they like wielded the. Stones. Well, he's a celestial. No, that's elemental, isn't it? No, he's a celestial. Oh right. He's a he's yeah. a he's a dead. He was a brain of a celestial. Because the uh, planet that um they go to in the first move, uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, that nowhere is yeah. a celestial head. Right. And he's basically just the brain of a celestial. I'm pretty sure that builds the planet around him. Right. Okay. I f- think that's what it is. So yeah, seven point five. Did I say? Yeah, I, I'm going to give him a 6.8. Okay. Even though you didn't like the movie, you're still giving him pretty high. He's a good villain. Um, mm. I The thing that annoyed me the most is basically how late the reveal was. What, that he's a bad guy? The thing is, I knew anyway, but like it just it took me yeah, so long. everyone oh, knows. Like, That's not something you could take away. Most a long people... time in the middle of the film, I was basically waiting for that reveal. And Dad, I was when you watch The Dark Knight, do you go... Are they going to reveal the Joker as the bad guy? No. Well, but here's the, here's the thing, right? I knew Mysterio's a villain for it, right? But I was still enjoying the film up to that point. Okay, I guess. Uh, that would have been a better one, because the, the, the Dark Knight starts with the Joker killing people. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a terrible choice of movies. <laughs> All right, so Mysterio does the same thing, but I prefer Mr. Booker to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ironmonger. Ooh. Ooh, I love, I love Ironmonger. The first villain of the MCU, played by Jeff Bridges. Sick. Love it. 
is horrible to Tony Stark, but does it with such charisma. Um, hires the people to try and kill him, has massive ramifications for the MCU, basically creates the Avengers because of it. Uh, I'm going to give him a solid 8.5. I think he's a great villain as well, but the one thing I think is kind of lacking is sort of the motivation behind everything he's doing. He's jealous. He was meant to be the sole successor of Stark Industries, but because he had a son and he gets that and he has to deal with Tony Stark at his worst, basically. And he hates Tony Stark because he's he wanted control of the fucking... And he's not as smart as Tony Stark, so he has to use Tony Stark to get what he wants and he can't do it, but then he has... That's I'll true, like, but I don't understand the motivation behind selling to the Ten Rings. Because they get money. Yeah, but like, but what things like it's because like, war creates. If there's a war, you can sell weapons, Dan. And yeah, he's okay, a yeah. weapons salesman. So if the bad guys don't have weapons and there's no war and they win the war, then there's no war that they need weapons for, and you can't sell them as much. Whereas if there's weapons and there's war, there's weapons to be sold. I give him a seven. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even after my impassioned speech about weapons versus weapons. Hella. Ooh. I like Hella. Hella's great. Destroys Mjolnir. Yeah. In her introduction, which is sick. Comes out of nowhere. Has great backstory because she's basically been cast aside and trapped. And then when Odin dies, comes back uh, and wants revenge for being trapped. Has a. Yeah pretty cool fight scene where she just kills all of Thor's friends just willy-nilly. Yeah, it's actually um, kind of insane, really. And then the only one of them that has any actual fight is the uh, the, the one with the big old mace thing that swings it around and has the army behind him. Uh, looks sick as fuck. Has the big dog. That's a big old plus. Uh, and I'm going to give her a 7.5. Um, I think she's actually one of my favourite villains in the film. God, she's got a lot of backstory to a big threat. Basically wants to conquer the whole nine realms again. Yeah. Rage war and everything. Become. Actually, I'm going to bump her up to a 7.9. 7.9. Uh, I'm going to give her an 8. Mainly because yeah. she is so badass. And Kate Playboy can't bleach it. Yep. Kate Blanch it. And I may or may not have fought dirty things when I saw her. What? <laughs> what? <Nothing. laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, no. Next one's Red Skull. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, comes back in end, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Played, uh, voiced by a different person. Not Hugo Weaving, sadly. Um, is pretty cool. Not the best. Doesn't really do anything. Except shoot lasers at people is it as physically intimidating as i thought he would be did you get that um not really yeah he's just kind of there really wasn't he he's like his backstory is like uh i can't remember the guy's name uh, the scientist the german scientist he was his first experiment and then he yeah. didn't have the formula right which left him with a red face and then he had this kind of quest for power and he knew about the, the tesseracts and everything yeah because he was uh, hitler's one of Hitler's lieutenants. The most annoying thing about all this is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. behind it as well. It's like, oh, this isn't really Hydra or whatever. 
But Wait, if what? we forget about Agents of Shield, which season? Season three. Wait, what? I don't remember that in season three. Yeah, the because that's not the real Hydra. The real Hydra was the one that worships the the god. Oh, yeah. But the... in the movies, that's supposed to be the start of Hydra. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which kind of annoys me. Agents of Shield sort of messed up all of my knowledge on Hydra and everything. So if we talk oh. exclusively MCU, I would rank him higher than if we including also Agents of Shield. Well, it's not Hydra we're ranking. We're ranking Red Skull. No, but my point is like the imp- his impact as well because like. Oh right. Because okay. if because in MCU he basically started mm. Hydra. Yeah. Whereas in Agents of Shield, Hydra was started years ago. I was like, oh, okay. Fair Just enough. a guy than any. <laughs> Just a guy had a had a had a red face. I'll so, give him a six. I'm not going to include Agents of Shield in my calculations because I don't think that's fair for the character. I do like him. He has a sick car. He's sick. <laughs> that's true. Uh, in fact, because of the sick car, I'm going to go to six point two. Point two for a car. Uh, it is a very cool car. I think it was cool practical villain. as well. I'd like to see more of him though. Yeah, well, he's, he, he, there's the potential that he's, because he's got the soul stones not there anymore, he gets freed. I'm going to go 5.7. So there is the potential that they bring him back as a villain, now that he's not sort of trapped to protect the soul stone anymore, because his contract is up, basically. Yeah. And also they don't need Hugo Weaving, because they can just get the guy who voiced him in Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah, true. Um... Vulture. Oh, Michael Keaton's Vulture. Coming back in Morbius, a movie no one is going to see. I want to watch it. but I will watch Morbius because I like. I want to see how they actually tie that in to the MCU. Because they have to because it's got Michael Keaton's Vulture. Or just Michael Keaton as a random dude. You never know. They haven't actually confirmed it yet. No. Um, um, yeah, you wanted to say something? Yeah, he's got, you know, cool backstory, good momentum, basically been screwed over by... Great, great reveal when it's uh, Spider-Man walking over to the house and then it's just, oh it's God. his death. <laughs> I was like, I knew it was, I probably, if I was actually paying, like, if I knew, I, they just, I don't know why they did a good job and it took me by surprise, but it's like one of the most generic things to do, but it still surprised me and I was just like, oh, fuck, damn. <laughs> yeah, I know, same, when I first watched and it. Then he, and then he's fucking terrifying when he pulls the gun on him and he's just like i'll just straight up kill you <laughs> and i'm just like yeah no you probably would you try i, I think yeah he's one of my favorite, favorite villains really yeah i'm giving him a nine and a half i think it's a bit high but i, I would happily give him actually maybe maybe a 9.1 just 1. slightly I, think I would give him mm, i give him a 7.9 I do, I do enjoy him. I love uh, uh, Spider-Man for uh, Homecoming. Uh, a big one, Thanos. Been in a lot of movies. Has changed designs quite a bit. So his yeah. his cool. He, I I like him, but I don't love him. He he's a good. So he does a lot of shit that's cool. But I mean. I'd it's not his overall presence and everything in the his universe. His overall presence is pretty fucking high because they made a whole 
fucking universe centered around him. His impact on the actual but MCU. But he does just sit in a chair for a lot of it. It's not until Infinity War that he actually gets off his ass. <laughs> that is true. But he is at the same time hiring different people and he's manipulating everything behind the scenes. So he'd been yeah. trying to manipulate Loki to get the Tesseract. Yeah. Uh, get Ronan to get the Power Stone. Something I heard recently regarding Loki is that um, he was under the control of the Mind Stone, which is to why he was going after the, uh, like, trying to dismantle the Avengers. Cause when I he... don't think that's true. Because um, when he, like, comes in through the portal, his eyes are, like, darker than normal. And that's one of the effects of the Mind Stone, is that your eyes go black, because it happens to Hawkeye. It only goes black at the start, and it goes blue. Yeah, but he has black eyes, I'm pretty sure. But it's like, they're darker, so I think he's... I don't think it is. I I think. I don't know. I I like the idea that he was influenced by the Mind Stone, which is why, when he's not got the Mind Stone, because the Mind Stone is just constantly doing stuff to you. Until you get knocked out. Yeah, because it's basically Ultron. Yeah. And, And then... Oh, that's a weird implication if they did... Because that means Ultron was basically talking to him if it was... Right, Thanos. Yes, Thanos. Um, I like him. He's fucking incredibly intimidating. Powerful. He throws a mug. All that work for a drop of blood. Yeah, even without the Infinity Gauntlet, he still beats them all. Yeah. Like... Doctor Strange, given the power, uh, time zone couldn't beat him. Yeah. Couldn't trap him in an infinite loop like he did with Dormammu. I don't know. I think I'm gonna give him a eight point four. Uh, I, I do enjoy him. He's one of my favourite, so I'm gonna give him. I give him a nine. Oof! High, high, high. Yeah, uh, Loki. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. I'd... I'd give out the same, to be honest. Loki's a very good I'd, I'd give him, just because it's Tom Hiddleston. I'd give, uh, him, I'd give him 9.3. I'd give him 9 because he's Tom Hiddleston, and a 0.5 because of everything else. Killmonger. Ooh. This one's a bit controversial, because he's apparently the best in terms of villains, because he's got one of the best backstories. That's true, he, he does. It's a very good backstory. He's cool as fuck. He's got loads of little bumps on his skin where he's marked himself for every kill he's had. And he's got one of the worst fight scenes in the MCU because it's just a big old CGI battle. And they kind of ruin it a bit. I'm going to give him an 8.5 basically just because he doesn't have that much impact on the MCU. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give him a... 6.7 because I like him but I don't love him as much as everyone else seems to and that's not because I'm racist just I just don't find him as interesting as a white person I mean as any other character what (laughs) What have you Hmm? done (laughs) that's a joke people I am going to edit out anything Dan said that is otherwise all the racist shit Dan says is fine what 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 what? What have you done? Nothing. Nothing. Right, Mysterio. Ooh. Jake Gyllenhaal. Great. Love him. Has some of the best scenes in the movie. Love him. 
ex-Tony Stark employee. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Even though people hate it, hate it, hate it, because it means uh, Spider-Man's villains are all basically Iron Man rejects, because Adrian Toomes is the result of Tony Stark taking away his contracts. But, you know, fuck those people. Um, I'm going to give Mysterio a 8. Um, it, once again, he's one of my favorite villains. I love him as a villain. Um, I've actually he's wanted such... to see him in the MCU for a long time. Well, they can do that because he's a construct. They have the footage. They don't. They can just. So I'm going to go eight Because at the end of um, Far From Home, there's the bit where the dude takes the hard drive. Because that's the guy that oh Ironmonger shouts at in uh, Iron Man One, going. Tony Stark built this in a cave from a box of scraps. And then he goes, I'm not Tony Stark. And then it's like, that dude becomes under Mysterio, which I think is pretty sick. Yeah. That, that was a nice way to bring back that dude. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I gave him a solid eight because he's got such a cool sequence in the warehouse where he just fucking terrifies him and he gets the and one of the coolest fucking visuals I've ever seen is the Iron Man suit where it just rips out the ground and it's dead decaying and oh, I love it that's a very good scene the, uh, there, is, there is a statue on Sideshow where they have that but the only thing that ruins it is they have the little drone thing following it around with the uh, green like smoke and it's the worst fucking thing that they could have done and it ruins it and I'm just like if they just had the Iron Man thing where it's just the zombie Iron Man I would have loved it but they had to have the little drone thing follow it around and it ruins it right the Black Order sick as fuck yeah uh, die like bitches though yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, one gets blown out of an airlock, one gets pushed into a shield, one gets pushed into a rolly thing, and one gets stabbed by <laughs> by a robot that's also been stabbed multiple times. Um, come back in the end game, also get taken out by bitch like bitches. Uh, I think one gets stamped on, one gets stabbed, and then the other two you don't see. I think you see maybe the like in the background getting stabbed. Oh, I think I'd give it like a 6.9. I'll give him a f- 5.86. 5. 5.6. Excellent. The Kree Empire. So we've got the Kree Empire from Captain Marvel. Uh, the construct of it is cool. Like for the, the one above all, the one in her head or whatever it is, where it's just that uh, the shapeshifty lady dude thing. Um... They don't do much. They basically cripple Captain Marvel with those chip things, and then she burns it off, basically. Yeah. Just like, mm, okay. I want this, I want it. Yeah. Um, I'll give them a four. I don't really... They don't do much. They're, no. they're in and about the films, but they're not super threatening. I like J- uh, Jude, uh, Jude Law. Jude Law's yeah. one. The rest of the crew is kind of forgettable. The only one that really gets anything to do is the one, the the girl one who goes, oh, we weren't really friends. And it's just like, oh, okay. And and is also there when uh, Jude Law's character finds Captain Marvel and goes, oh, that's why she went to the Earth. That's, that's the only memorable thing. The rest are kind of forgettable. Yeah, I give it a like three. Except for the dude who's in Guardians of the Galaxy. The guy who goes, Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. 
That's about um, it. Uh, so what did I did I give him a score? Uh, I gave him a score four. Okay. And the final one, the what final twenty fifth one that we're doing today. What did you do? I put three point three. Ah, okay. Uh, Caecilius. Ah, Dormammu's minion. I like him. He's got sick lines, weird eyes. I think once again, it's like a black backstory. Really, he just he was angry at the tri- the ancient one. That was it. Hmm. Okay. He has some pretty cool scenes, though. Like, I like him when he's tied up in that uh, thing. And he's, or the bit where he's, uh, where Doctor Strange goes, I'm Doctor Strange. And then it's just like that interaction where he goes, ah, Doc- Stephen Strange, Doctor Stephen. And then it's like, who am I to judge what your name is? And then it's, that's pretty cool. I'll give him a 5.7. 57 does does he kill the ancient one? Yeah, because the ancient one falls off a building, doesn't she? I think so. Is that how the ancient one dies? Because she falls off a building and then goes into the hospital and then she dies after revealing that she cannot go past this point in the future because you can't see that far. Uh, yeah, I say yeah. Because they have the time thing, then, then um, uh. Uh, what's the other guy? The assistant dude. Bo- um, Mordo. Mordo. Uh, goes, ah, oh, you bitch. You used the dark power. And then it's like, ah. Anyway. What did you... Did I give a score? 5. Yeah, 7? you probably said I give it 4.5. Okay. What did you, what's the total then? Rankings. Right. So, we're from bottom up. So, 25th is Malekith, which had yep. a combined score of 1.75. Sounds about right. <laughs> just, just terrible villain. Uh, the Kree Empire was twenty fourth, three point six five. Oh, that's surprising. Uh, Dormammu was twenty third. Twenty. Oh, Dormammu twenty third. Damn. Okay. Uh, three point seven. I think we were too generous at the beginning. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ronan, we got meaner along the way. R- Ronan was three point eight. Mm hmm. Uh, Grandmaster twenty one, three point nine five. Damn. Okay. Uh, Whiplash. 20th, 4.25. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abomination, 19th, 4.5. Ah, okay, yeah. Sunny Birch at 18th with 4.85. Okay. okay. 17th was Caecilius with 5.1. Right. Uh, 16, Darren Cross, 5.15. Right, okay. 15th, Ghost at 5.45. Hmm. Uh, 14th was Red Skull at 5.95. Okay. Uh, at 13th was the Black Order at 6.25. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. Uh, number 12th was Justin Hammer. Yep. Oh, okay. At 16. 6.65. 6.65. <laughs> uh, 11th was Alexander Pierce. Ah, okay. At 6.75. I feel Discre- like... A- I feel like those two should be the other way around, but you know, the rankings of your systems and my systems are different, but let's carry on. Ego was 10th at 7.15. Mm-hmm, I'll agree with that. Uh, Killmonger was 9th at 7.6. Ah, okay. Uh, Ironmonger was 8th at 7.75. Okay, yep, I agree. 7th was Hella at 7.95. Yep, okay. 6th was Helmet Zemo at 8 points. Okay, that's good. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, fifth was Mysterio at 8.3. Yep, stick with that. 
Number four was Vulture at 8.5. Yep. Number three was Thanos at 8.7. Yep. Number two, Ultron at 8.75. Yeah, okay. And number one was Loki at 9.5. Yeah, there we go. Everyone. Uh, I'm happy that Ultron got pretty high up there. Should we just share you the screenshot of this list? (laughs) No, no, I'll I'll believe you. I'll trust your rankings and my rankings combined to make the ultimate one definitive list ranking of... Uh, actually, yeah, screenshot it and I'll post it on my Twitter. Uh, at Frankenstein, if anyone wants to follow. F-R-A-N-K-C-O-M-S-T-I-E-I-N. That's yeah. right. Is that the right way around? I can't remember. The, uh, <laughs> can't spell your own name. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's E-I-E-N. E-I-N. Uh, right, we're already I haven't looked far, at my... far into this. So let's go into the mystery topic. Ooh, the mystery topic. Let me get it up. Dan, would you claim you're a sex expert? No. No? Okay. If I were to tell you a sexual thing found on Urban Dictionary, what would you describe this thing as? Muppet necking. <laughs> Strangling a puppet for Se- sexual enjoyment. Is... Okay. You're on the right tracks with a Muppet. Uh, uh, basically, muppet necking is simultaneously giving a hand job and a blow job, as if you were originally fucking, orally fucking a puppet. Wait, say that again. Simultaneously giving a hand job and a blow job, as because you have the puppet on your hand, right. so you've got a hand and a mouth because it's a puppet. So muppet necking is simultaneously giving oral. Because you're giving a mouth, you're giving a blowjob with the puppet, but you're using your hand as the action. So it's muppet necking. Oh my god! Do you get get what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, And the little thing that goes underneath is guy one. Hey, I saw you hooked up with Katie last night. Anything happen? Guy two. Yeah, she was muppet necking me all night. Guy one. Oh, what? Damn, you got lucky. And that's just it. And that's the mystery subject. <laughs> what have you found? Sometime in the future, I'm going to bring another one in. A random Urban Dictionary sex act. I haven't thought of a title yet, but that that will be a recurring thing, I think. Because as you've claimed, you're a, not a self-proclaimed sex expert. Not in the slightest, but let's not get into that tonight. <laughs> that is a topic for another night maybe not on this podcast but I'm going to bring in a name of a sex act found on Urban Dictionary and you're going to try and guess and describe what you think it is and then I'll reveal what it actually is okay that's a new topic I know a completely random note I was just drinking a drink and I juggled everywhere juggled everywhere dribbled everywhere oh well, control yourself. It's not that late in the night. It's only 12.22 in Why the morning. Why is it 12.22, man? It's so late. We took fucking forever again to fucking get everything set up. Well, we've been recording for an hour and 42 minutes. Yeah. Uh, which isn't too bad. I think it's given us a lot of material. We're going to try two different things. If it goes terribly, I have a backup. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Um, what's your plan for next week? Uh, enjoy my f- 8K TV. Pretty finish blank. up, finish up, the, the making it look nice and pretty. 
the room at least. Uh, and I'm gonna try and fucking finally watch uh, A Devil All the Time on Netflix. Yeah, you, you especially it this week. Yeah, I, I didn't have time, and I was waiting for my TV, and then I didn't... Oh, also I might watch Now You See Me too because I... You haven't seen it yet. No, I've watched the first one, but I never got round to seeing the second one, and there is a podcast that I need to listen to once I watch it, because I've been having that sat on for, like, years. I'm not a fan of the second one, personally, but yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's not great, but I still want to see it, because apparently Woody Harrison has a twin or whatever it is. And I'm just like, I have to see Woody Harrelson have a twin for no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Um, like, I've had it, it completely spoiled for me. Apparently, Dan Radcliffe's in it. I don't know. It's yeah. just... Uh, well, the first one's actually my favourite movie of all time. Really? Yeah, it's my favourite movie of all time. And I don't think anything's to top it. Huh. That surprises me. And I, I, I like I know that movie. it's not anywhere near anyone else's movie top of all time, and I don't care. I do like that movie, but I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie of all time. I don't know. It's not the greatest movie. It's my favorite movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can see why. I do enjoy that movie. It's I like it. It's dumb. Uh, when I was a child, I was really into magic and all that. Mm. And I think when did it come out? 2013? 15? Uh, I don't know. 2015. Let me go. It wasn't 2015. There's no way it was 2015. Uh... 2013. No, no, 2013, yeah. So that's about the same time I was kind of into my magic and stuff. So how old have you? You would have been... 13. 13. Oh, yeah, because you're 2000. You're a 2000 baby. I'm 2000 baby, yeah. You're not a 1998 baby like myself. No, you're... two years younger. Yeah. You you have the easiest fucking life in the world because you just have to look at the date of the actual... I know, it's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I am. Might I have to go 20. Plus two. You just go <laughs> 20. And I'm like, for anyone below like 1990, it's just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice age. Easy age, to be honest. Yeah. But it's, it's super annoying. Every time I go on one of those um, websites where you have to put in your age and I have to scroll further and further down each year, and I'm just like, oh, this is a nightmare. I feel sorry for anyone who's older than me because they have to scroll even further. <laughs> and I, I'm like, this is the worst. Yeah. I think I've I've seen Now You See Me so many times. I've watched it a couple of times. I do enjoy it. I like. I Dave think I've seen Frank. it at least ten times. I think it's the first film I saw Dave Franco in, and then I kind of enjoyed Dave Franco. I think you it know. was a reveal, right? Because that reveal I wasn't expecting at all. No, I I remember. Uh, they didn't they replace Isla Fisher in the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she almost drowned on the set of the first one. Where she's. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, apparently the, the the thing almost went wrong. So. She, she kind of, because I think, oh, I can't remember what it was, but uh, I think her, like, her actual handcuff things were meant to come off, like, the actual trips that, that were meant to come off, yeah. she couldn't get them off. So, she was banging, like, she was looking like she couldn't get out, but that's because she also couldn't really get out. Oh my god. Um, so, she almost drowned, apparently. I'm not surprised she wanted to do the second one. Nah. I mean, if she did die, that would have been... Terrible. <laughs> you look so shocked. I am. I'm scared. It's terrifying. <laughs> I haven't ruined your favorite movie for you ever. No, no, no. Every no, time I, you I, watch I, it, you're just gonna go, "Oh, she almost died." <laughs> it makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay, you see it. What's the one where you enjoy other people's suffering? 
Sadist. Actually, that's actually uh, a line she says in the film. She goes, oh, anyone who enjoys this is a sick, sick sadist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does. Huh. Yeah, I want to watch the second one because I did enjoy that. And I was like, oh, they're making the second one? 2016 it came out, uh, the second one. And I was just like, around 2016, I just started getting into watching movies at the cinema and stuff. And I was going to go see it. And then it got, I had to do something else. And then it just... I just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, and then I have it was never on streaming, and now it is. So I'm just like, ah, oh, finally, I might actually have a chance to watch it. But yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna finally watch The Devil all the time. Yeah, because apparently that's good. Well, I think that'll do it for this podcast. Mm. We'll see you next week. Peace yeah. out, y'all. Yeah. See you later.